Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is my Mike Dorit. Hi, this is Tom Thurwell. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the Nightmare Fuel Hustle Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, Ooh Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken. Glorious. Broken but glorious. To broken but glorious podcast because, like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious on BBCWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lappin. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the strong man of synergy, the super athlete Ryan Bartram. Hi, thank you very much. Good to good to be with you. How are you doing, Stephen? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Not too bad, all things considered. Thanks. Yeah. Yes, a huge thanks for joining us. It's your first interview of 2021. So. Oh, I feel quite privileged, hopefully. Hopefully it's a better year for everyone, but yeah, starts starting to go on. Yeah. Yeah, so how have you been surviving lockdown? It's been a yeah, yeah, all, all right. Obviously, it's a little bit deflating, um, you know, with the, with the Christmas period and, and things like that. Um, I've just seemed to sort of lost track of time, to be honest with you. I mean... Um, I believe how, yeah, it's how... It seems to have gone really slow, but really fast at the same time. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I don't exactly. know why it seems weird. <laughs> Absolutely. But, I mean, we were talking about it the other day. I think it'll come up. It, well, we will not have wrestled for a year, I think. And that just seems insane to me. I don't know why my back still hurts. But yeah, um, <laughs> I really have lost track of time with all of that. So, uh, have you been binging any series you can recommend for the listeners? Um, so, well, hilariously, the first thing I did um, was uh, was panic by a home gym. Uh, so oh, I've, been, wow. <laughs> I've, I've been quite busy with that, to be honest. I recognise I'm pretty privileged to still be able to train, to be honest. But like, yeah, well, I've had a few comments on the Instagram feed. It's quite unconventional equipment that I look a little mm. bit ridiculous doing that every day. But it's just nice to keep that sort of positive routine of um, yeah. of, of keeping on with it. It keeps me sane, to be honest. Because I am working from home, which again I'm pretty privileged to be able to do. But you know, to to have something like that to to, to break it up and to be able to continue training's been uh, been quite big for me. Um, I did the Tiger King in uh, in phase one. That was uh, that was that was all right. Yes, uh, I, I still haven't got round to watching that yet. It's been on my list, but I don't think we go. Yeah, worry if that ship sailed now. I feel like we all need Tiger King too or something else. But uh, <laughs> what else did I watch? Uh, I watched the. Uh, the One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest spin-off, the Nurse Ratchet. Ooh, and, I heard uh, that's really good. Yeah. It's it is. It's a bit, it's a bit <laughs> grist in places. And I, I feel like it helps if you've seen the film, I think. Um, so I've not seen it for years. You know, it might be worth a rewatch yeah. then. But, uh, but yeah, that, that was pretty good. But um, other than that, I've got I've got Vikings left to watch, the last series. I've kind of kept that so I can binge it in one go. Uh, but my favourite thing was the uh, was the Last Dance, the, the Michael Jordan documentary. I don't know if you saw that. I've heard, yeah, I've heard a lot of people say it was really good. So. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. And to be honest with you, like I've, I don't even really like basketball, but I bought a load of sort of Chicago Bulls merch off the back of that. It looks like they've thrown up on me. Like my Dennis <laughs> jersey, he's, he was tremendous. He was my favourite. Coming out with Hulk Hogan um, and then winning the NBA championship. He's just, yeah. So I quite enjoyed that. has been my favourite series over lockdown. And But yeah, yeah, other than that, just sort of steady away. I mean, I did manage to get quite a big break for Christmas. So I've sort of accrued all my annual leave just assuming things would get better by the end of the year but they didn't yeah <laughs> so i finished work on like the 9th of december so i've had quite a long time off and it's been a bit rubbish going back on monday to be honest yeah i went back yeah but i'll, I'll say my, my boss was like you 
yeah, you know, you haven't took much leave or something. I've been working from home, so it's not really much to do. <laughs> so, yeah, she, made, she, kind of, she might have made me to take like two and a half weeks off over Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> just, same, same. No, it's been nice. But it was, it was yeah, it was good. I mean, yeah, they're going back to back into lockdown with the kids being at home. It's been a bit fun this week trying to get. Oh, my right. girlfriend works, works at a school, but last time really? she didn't have to go in, but this time she does. So I've got, I've got the five year old <laughs> like in the same room as me working, so it's been a bit fun this week. Well, I, I saw a tweet the day that said, like, what a time to be childless. Don't envy you on that one, unfortunately. Three hours a day, I have to try and work and entertain him at the same time, which has been fun. So, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, yeah, I've been able to just like put rumbles on and in the background, he's been able to just watch Rumbles. Right? Start, yeah, start, start young, you'll get him. I was obsessed. Yeah, yeah lovely. Yeah, Wrestle Rest, Island put up a, the Rumble for 2020 this year, and I think he's watched it five times this week already. Nice. Yeah, that's fantastic. So. <laughs> what else have we watched? Oh my god, oh, we've started watching Sister Sister from the from series one. <laughs> I think we've got four series in Sister Four series yeah. in? Yeah, just, they're only like 20 minutes an episode, so you can just sit there and you're just like, oh, there's that sounds like yeah, six I, episodes. How, how could I forget now you've mentioned? I've started watching The Mandalorian over Christmas. Oh. Like, I watched the first series in like two days. Yeah. It's one of those where like, um, it's just a series where everyone says it's good. And like, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Like, I like it, but not to the point of like, knowing all the lore and backstory of everything that isn't in the films. But yeah, I, I, actually, I adored it. It was brilliant. And uh, so I got through that in like two days, and I think I've, I've, so I've got series two that I'm going to binge now. Oh, that's brilliant! Um, but yeah, no, fantastic. Yeah, so the, that was another one. Yeah, for lockdown TV for me. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek, Star Trek Discovery, I started started last week as well. So I've watched this series and a half of that in a week and a half. Yeah, respect, <laughs> respect. <laughs> yeah, just watch it. Just, well, three episodes in evening. I've been watching, so not going to sleep till like half one. Just. <laughs> just you can do that if you're at home, though, can't yeah, you? I can, yeah, I can get up for half eight and just walk in the back room and work. If I'm in the office, I have to leave at half seven in the morning just to get there. So. That's <laughs> so <I> just... <laughs> my, my sort of home workstation's in my room, so I am going a little bit stir-crazy, like, <laughs> spending all this time in here. So you need to let me out soon, I think. Yeah, I did spend Christmas, like, rearranging the back room, so it was more, like, workspace because I was just at the, uh, at the dining room table for the couple of the first like nine months of it so i was like i'll, tr- I'll try and make it a bit more officey so it just seems a bit more like work but yeah. what about wrestling wise are you a wrestling fan yeah 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 absolutely like I'll, I'll be honest i've not um i've not kept up with anything weekly for for a while uh <laughs> myself and, and and jack we were watching uh we, we, we call it sunday nitro for a while so like, i didn't really watch a lot of wcw as a kid i was more of a, a wwf fan yeah. Um, so obviously I know about all these moments and, and stuff like that, but um, so we've been rewatching um, WCW. Um, I've been watching the, the pay per views of the uh, of, of the current stuff. Obviously yes. Wrestle Kingdom's just been on. Um, I've I not watched. Caught, it. I only caught I'm, the last two matches of Night One. I have not. I have not seen. I've not seen it all yet. I, I know the results, but I've not. I've yep. not seen it all yet. But the um, Jeff Cobb. He's probably my favourite wrestler, so that's that's first one on, yes, on my it. list. He's, he's fantastic. Um, so yeah, no, I, I have been watching wrestling. Uh, a lot of 
like old school tag stuff that I text Chris every day pretty much with yeah. ridiculous <laughs> spots that I've seen in a Road Warriors match or a Steiner yeah. Brothers or something. And he's got to tell me that we probably shouldn't do that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So like I, I have been watching wrestling, but not with any sort of logic rhyme or reason just when i've got a spare moment and someone sends me something i'll always give it a watch i just i just found it very hard to watch non-fan wrestling it's just in the beginning i can watch the pay-per-views i think it took them a couple of months to get yeah around the idea of sweet like wrestlemania is a bit uh, but as it got up to like survivor series not survivor series summer slam was quite good and everything since Summer slam has been quite good I quite enjoyed WrestleMania. I thought they did, I think because it was the novelty of it, I think they did a very good job in some quite difficult circumstances for WrestleMania. I think if they had a bit more time, they could could have gone full in on the pirate theme and made boats and had people dressed as pirates and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If they'd have done it maybe in the empty stadium or something Mm -hmm. like that. But but yeah, no, I I thought that was okay. But I'm the same as you. I do struggle without the fans. Yeah. Like obviously, they're still doing a great job to be able to to do all of this, but <clears throat> I don't know. There's just it just doesn't seem quite right, does it? No. <laughs> Without the crowd, I think it took the wrestlers a bit because they were still like playing towards if there was as if there was fans there. Yeah, sort of, I think yeah. that's it. It did remind me of being back in training and selling out to the imaginary crowd and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> popping the imaginary crowd that isn't there. You know, but yeah, it, it must take some adjustment. I mean, absolutely, hats off to them. Yeah, you could, you could kind of tell the guys who came through the WWE system and the guys who've been on the Indies for years and wrestled in front of 15 people because yeah. they seem to get it. Like, like the NXT guys seem to get it a lot quicker than the main roster guys, I thought. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and we, all else, we, got, oh, we went back and started watching Raw from the beginning. Oh, yeah. That was quite fun. We got from like 93 to late 95 before we decided to stop it's a bit pretty bad yeah, a bit of a dingy period there isn't it you get to Mantor and or is it the, the goon yeah. <laughs> when every wrestler had a job yeah, yeah. they're these thoughts they're only like 35-40 minutes and yeah we found squeeze six matches and like one decent match and the rest of like jobber matches but it's, it's, it's yeah we go yeah format, isn't it that mm. you think now the uh, the weekly show is longer than a pay per view back then. You know, it's you do yeah. get a lot. Of content. Yeah, I can't, I've, I've never sat through a, a three hour row. I've only watched the highlights on a Sunday. I've never been able to sit there for three hours and watch a whole episode. I think the accessibility, though, like the over accessibility, has made it a bit of an issue as well because you can you can get the gist watching like six three minute YouTube clips. You know. Um, and then, cause obviously, you've got you've got it on TV, you've got it on YouTube, then you've got highlights on the network and stuff. There's yeah, it's all almost you spoil for choice, you know. Like, it, why would I sit and watch the whole thing live with adverts when I can watch it in all these smaller, more digestible formats? I suppose. Yeah, and even if you just watch the pay-per-views, the video packages are so good these days. You can watch the weekly show and know exactly what this match is about. Yeah. <laughs> hey, up! It's Leon Gray. And Ryan Thorne. Together we're made to last, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. <laughs> right, so who, who was your favourite wrestler growing up? So, yeah, this is, this is an interesting one. So, my, my favourite wrestler now is really different to my favourite wrestler growing up. Favourite wrestler, well, ooh, my favourite wrestler growing up was Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like, uh, and in many ways he still is. Uh, <laughs> but, like, what his debut was it, 2002? I think it was 2001, 2000. 2000. 
2001, I think. Just he about. debuted in 2001. Yeah, yeah it was just after WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was it. It was the 03 Rumble, I think he won. 03, he won. Yeah, but um, yeah, I just thought it was incredible. It was just like, not of this earth. Just this, this enormous man who came out through the crowd and like powerbombed Jeff Hardy till he was a paste. You know, like, I thought it was yeah. incredible. <laughs> um, um, and like I say, I still think he's fantastic. I think he's like actually really quite underrated in many ways at the moment, and he's probably one of the last big box office tr- attractions that there is around. Uh, but um, but sort of on that vein as well is Kurt Angle. Um, I absolutely adore Kurt Angle. Like I hated him as a kid, but for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, and I just think that air of like he's got some of the funniest moments ever in wrestling with the with the milk cartons and the little cowboy hats and yes. he's just a sexy cat you know but then he also because of his like proper athletic pedigree like at any point you could just switch it on and he was and he was a credible contender for world titles like thinking about the time he took it off austin um in 2002 he essentially was a comedy character you know before that in, in many ways so uh so yeah so gr- growing up lesnar uh but now i feel like looking back i've got a new appreciation for for kurt angle yeah definitely <laughs> so what actually prompted you to don the tights to get in the ring yourself uh yeah so it's a, it's, it's it's an interesting one this so i've always I've, I've played sports for a long time like i'm i've got we got into well myself and chris got into wrestling bit older than most people mm. that are starting out i didn't even know this was a thing when i was a teenager when i was a lot of the young lads now like when i was their age i was just at university going out all the time and stuff so i didn't even know this was this was really a thing but i've always had like a sports background um played a lot of sports um growing up um uh, then i got into strength sports after that um, yeah. and just by chance i actually i started a job at an agency and i worked with ashton smith Oh wow! Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, and he's 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 a great guy. Uh, I've got all the time in the world for Ashton. I think he's fantastic. And um, someone, it just got brought up when people were talking about gym stuff. And then I think WrestleMania was on. It was the one with um, when the Hardy Boys came back because I had yeah. it because I had it like. I'm gonna go home and watch it, but I didn't. I didn't book the time off to to, to watch it live because I don't really want to stay up till four or five in the morning. Yeah, yeah and that, I, that's the only. Not no, Royal Rumble's the only one I have to stay up and watch. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so um, I remember someone had spoiled it for me, and I was like, "Oh God," you know. And then I didn't even know that Ashton was a wrestler at this point, and it's only after we got talking that I I realised that there was places you're able to train and give it a go and stuff. So I thought, like, well. You know, because uh, I played American football for a lot of years. I played at university and oh, wow. at senior league level, like Premier Division and stuff. But when I, I moved to Manchester, I moved in with my ex-girlfriend, and I kind of knocked that on the head. Um, just because it was a travelling, there's no money in it. It's actually very expensive, and I, I was just like, whoa, you know. <laughs> so I decided to get to wrestling instead. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, um, so because because I'd stopped playing that, and I did kind of feel like something was missing, really. So I just thought, oh, oh, well, I'll give this a go. I loved wrestling as a kid. You know, I feel there was like, there was a bit of, uh, so I watched it religiously from like um, the late, very late 90s. So I remember like my first wrestling memories were like, um, weirdly when Triple H married Stephanie McMahon. I think that yes. was my first wrestling memory up to about 2000 and t- pretty much till I went to uni, which is about 2011. And then uh, I had a bit of a hiatus after that of kind of stopping watching it for a bit. And then got back into it when I started uh, the training, and I've just sort of never looked back really from there. But that's that's how I how I started. 
Yeah, so was Brock Lesnar who you wanted to like mold your style around or you start training at all? But yeah, I, kind of. You know, like I think that was starting so late as it's got its drawbacks, obviously, in the sense that like I've I've you know, I've said to some of the young lads they could they could they could not be in a ring for the next five or six years and be at the point where I was when I started, you know. Yeah. Uh, but equally, it does come with its advantages as well. Like, of um, from like the training element, I've trained for other sports for well, fifteen years, you know, and um, like that that sort of mentality that comes with it, and the fact that I've uh, you know I put quite a lot of time into the gym. If you come in like maybe a bit bigger and, um, and and trained in other ways and stuff like that, that you can kind of, you know, get away with, with, with some of the bits that you maybe wouldn't otherwise, you know, yeah. like you're not going to see me do a 450 splash and stuff, but, you know, maybe a press <laughs> slap, something like that. So, but yeah, like I've always in, enjoyed watching Lesnar. There's a lot, a lot of the, like the bigger guys, like at the moment, like I just can't stop watching the Steiner brothers and the Road Warriors. Um, yeah. So if it's a clue of what, something that we're trying to emulate, those two are probably – Probably the best ones. Did you have an idea of, of a, like a character or a gimmick you might want to when you start a training? Or I, I really, I really struggle with that to be honest with you. I think Chris is a bit more of a natural than me. Like his day job involves being on camera and on videos and and things like that. So it comes quite quite easily to him. Whereas I've always been like mm-hmm. I'm quite sort of like goal oriented and focused. I enjoy practicing. I really enjoy training for things. So yeah. it was just get the physical side of it to the point where, you know, you show me a move, I can execute it and just sort of do what I'm told, that sort of thing. But then when it comes to like the performance element to start with, that's something that, that I really struggle with. So it does help the fact that we're in a team and we can sort of play off each other. But the best advice I got was just be yourself, but turned up to 11 really, right? Rather than yes. trying to sort of pretend to be someone else and, and fulfill a character and i think i felt a lot more comfortable since sort of receiving that advice i suppose so take us back to your first shows then what do you remember about in hindsight oh, was the match any good or no awful awful absolutely <laughs> and <laughs> i can't watch it back can't watch it back in full uh i pretty much had to be pushed out the curtain i was so nervous as well um and yeah uh so i, I don't i don't oh. Yeah, it was, it was a little while ago now, and the, the one the ah oh, the one thing I do remember as well is, and it does sound a little bit salty. This is, but I remember. So my mum came, bless her, and my ex girlfriend came, and I was like, "Please don't cheer me because I'm going to be a bad guy." I was like, "Don't use my real name." And as soon as yeah. I come, from the coach, she just cheers and uses my real name. I was like, "Oh no!" And um, I just remember forgetting spots all the way through it, and I'd overplanned the match yeah. to the point where it was like like a rehearsal almost so i remember getting there really really early and the guy that was wrestling was pretty new as well and so in oh in the back i can probably tell you the match now i repeated it so many times but yeah yeah oh so it's um i'm sure it's not as bad as i remember if i did watch it back but i'm absolutely in no rush to <laughs> <laughs> who are you against um so it was a guy called jordan king at LWF, he was a lovely lad, and he was he was good. He was he was really he was yeah. really athletic. Um, he did get injured, and I'm not sure if he's wrestling or training anymore. But yeah, oh. no, he, he was fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, not got a great with him at all. Did you did well, you said you got you got to get pushed with the curtains? Did you have a plan for your entrance? Or no, <laughs> no. I just awkwardly walked out to a Metallica song and hoped people would boo me. That's <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, a few people have said, have said that. The first match they just walked out with, oh, God, have you even thought about that? <laughs> yeah, and I just all these people. It's horrendous, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess having all this time off has given you time to like, like rest your body and evaluate what's worked well and what hasn't worked well over the last years, couple of years. So has it given you time to like tweak your character maybe for when wrestling returns? Yeah, yeah, I, re- I really think so. Like, obviously, when when it was safe to do so and nicer weather, we we did get managed to get some training in um, yeah. at Future Shop PC, and it's been great. We've 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 loved doing that. Like, Chris, we're, we're operating a sort of pairs system of you know, obviously with the social distancing and stuff. So me and Chris just absolutely <laughs> put the crap out of each other every week, uh, which has been a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, like I think you know we we've. Chris and I, we like we've sat down, and um, something that we've really got a lot of value out of recently. We're looking to do another one soon. Is we've been doing some like promo classes as well of things of um, sort of getting into what we sort of see ourselves as being and um, yeah. and how. So we, we've we have really invested in ourselves, you know. Like obviously the physical side of I think like I, had, I trained all but six days last year. I think I had six days oh, off wow. the entire calendar year. So I think just putting, just really investing in, in myself, uh, like from a physical standpoint and understanding when we come back of, you know, what, what we'd like to get out of it, what we think we can bring and, and, and that sort of thing, I suppose. So yeah, like I've definitely not been sitting idly, but I'm just quite keen to get back to it now, to be honest. What was your first bump back like? Not great. (laughs) Not, Not great at all. And like I said, like, cause, Chris and I have been wrestling each other. You always go like a like ten percent more when it's your mates. Yeah. <laughs> so and like we've kind of got one speed and it it's full. <laughs> so oh. yeah, yeah, we'll do this. It's like, do not want to save that for a show. Nah, nah, I'll be fine, mate. You know. So like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe. I've heard of a people go. It wasn't, it wasn't the first bump, but the first time you ran against the ropes, they're like, ah, I forgot how much that hurts. Actually, <laughs> I think the ropes are okay. It's yeah. only when like I go get a shower later, and I look yeah. at my back, the bruising. Yeah. And I'm like, but I, like, I didn't feel it at the time. For me, it's definitely the bumps, yeah. like a hundred percent. Probably the cardio, being honest with you, the warm up. Yeah, yeah. say, most people have just. Said, I think. Pete, uh, Moose Wrestling is going to look amazing when it comes back to the world of effort they put in but yeah they've said they've just focused on their physique for the last nine months and then they got back and they've, they've completely gassed within five minutes because they just didn't do any cardio <laughs> all I've been doing is just lifting weights in my garage and I come back and I'm doing some burpees and think I've got to throw up here this is horrible it's a good oh. job we're a tag team isn't it tag each other out yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is Tyler Devlin, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcast. So, yeah, as you say, you are a member of Synergy. So, how, tell us a bit about the history of the team. Where did you meet them? Yeah, sure. So, it was oh, like quite quite a little while ago now. I think like Chris and I had always wanted to be a team. Like it was like when we both we both actually started like the sort of same beginners class together, yeah. and like like I said, I used to play American football. Chris used to play American football. We both like going to the gym. And like, we just like, it was like that moment in Step Brothers where you just see each other. It's like, did we just become best friends? Like, we basically, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then so we obviously, um, so Keenan or Nizerg is his real name. Um, I used to drive into training because he lived near me. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's just, he's a very, very intelligent young man who's got his head screwed on and absolutely loves wrestling. And he was, he was really, really 
like he was just a good guy to be around and um he was great and then uh, there's jack as well who, um again like jack knows more about wrestling than probably all of us put together yeah <laughs> uh, he's, got, he's got a fantastic mind for it like he's just a really really clever guy um really understands technical wrestling better than most people i've ever met and um it the, the, at the time um that it was just an idea of because we say we're like real adults i don't really feel like it but like i say with us being a bit older mm-hmm. um the idea of, of, of with bookings and stuff like that is if someone isn't available be it for work or uh family reasons or or, or whatever that it's like we, we kind of like badged it a bit like one of those like new japan stables you know where everyone's like in a group <laughs> you yes. know like, and all that shirt and stuff like that and um and that that's kind of how how we, how we saw it being of we quite happily do tag matches, singles matches, or any sort of group that you wanted. But it just kind of made a, little, a bit of sense to us that, you know, with us all like having like jobs and stuff like that, that uh, sort of th- that would be the strength of it that we're able to um, sort of fulfill those commitments if someone can't. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so, was there like a particular team that you wanted to mold your style around or influenced by? You mentioned LOD and. Steiners. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I guess it kind of depends who's wrestling. So, like, um, like I said, Jack's like super, super technical. If we were to have a tag match, it'd probably be a bit more, bit more heart foundation than LOD. Whereas, yeah. like, uh, with Chris and I, that's that's probably not the case. Um, but yeah, like, I just I've always preferred and enjoyed tag team wrestling, really. Like, um, even, like, I've really enjoyed, like I said, been watching the old nitros of, like, you know, guys like Harlem Heat as well, I think are absolutely fantastic. Yes. And, uh, some of the teams that they had then were just, were just unbelievable. I remember watching a six man tag with, with, with them, the outsiders, and, like, who was it? Sting and Lex Luger. And I'm like, this was a tag division. And they're all incredible yes. <laughs> main eventers. It was, it was just unbelievable and stuff. So I guess it really depends on, like I say, on, on, on the dynamic of the tag match, but, those are my big two at the moment, Legion of Doom and, uh, and the Steiners. Well, I don't know if you'd be able to answer this, but was there any like planned matches or storylines you're excited for, but then couldn't do during the because of the lockdown? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's for me because I've got I've got a 2020 calendar, and yeah. it just got a little bit depressing, just crossing off all the shows that I was missing oh. and, <laughs> and things like that, and. Um, but yeah, um, t- to be honest, um, I'm sure there was. I mean, like, I was crossing off quite a few shows, but, <laughs> you know. But um, but I-, I think I've just wiped that from my memory now, to be honest. But um, yeah, <laughs> sorry, I don't think I can <laughs> <on> that. <laughs> so what, what what was your last match before lockdown? Oh, my my last match before lockdown was great question. Um, I wrestled um, I wrestled my friend Kelly in Evesham. Uh, yeah, uh, that was, that was the last one. And I remember slightly before that we did a match and there was a guy from Italy who was incredible. I think Nico Inverardi, his name is. And yes. I picked him up from the airport and he was, he was absolutely incredible. Like what, what a guy he was. Uh, didn't speak a great deal of English, which was like great for match planning. And when we asked him his yeah. finisher, he just sort of rotated his hands and said destroyer. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 But, so like um, a Canadian no, destroyer. Yeah, yeah. And he was, he was, he was fantastic. He was a great guy. And, um, but he'd flown in from, 
I think it was like Lombardy area in Italy, which was obviously yeah. all over the news and stuff like that. Uh, but it just goes to show that like we, we just didn't really think of anything of it. And I remember speaking to him at the time and saying, well, what, what do you think of this virus and stuff? And he was like, nah, no big deal. So <laughs> it's quite a big deal, really. <laughs> so tell us about some of your, like, your, your favourite matches as a team and some of your biggest feuds you've been involved with. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I think the, uh, the the ones that stand out are the, uh, the the matches with the young guns with with Luke and Oh wow, yeah, yeah. Like I've kind of run out of superlatives for those lads. I know a lot of guys on your on your podcast are the same. The, the, I'm sure there's going to be a time in 20 years where I sit with my kids and they say, oh shut up, Dad, stop saying about that time wrestling. <laughs> yeah, they, they were great, and um, it was just a different. It's built up a little bit. I know. Tell them to stop. I'm like, I'm not going to have anything left if you, if you keep doing <laughs> But, um, but yeah, they, they, they were great. And it was, um, just, just, yeah, just a different kind of match, I suppose. Like, it was good, like the intensity of it. And weirdly, the thing about that is with them, like, they're younger than us, but they're more experienced. So, like, in terms of, like, planning matches and things like that, of just sort of, like, letting them take the lead, because being honest, they do understand a bit more than we do. Uh-huh. Uh, especially, obviously, like, being, you know, wrestling for Future Shock and stuff, because it was our first match. Um, but, yeah, like, the, the, those, those are the ones that stand out, I think, um, from from before the lockdown that we probably enjoy, in, enjoyed the most. I think they were they, they, they were great matches. Yeah, definitely. So since we've had your last show, we did have the, the Speaking Out movements and Black Lives yeah. Matters. So... How how do you think Brit Rest or how do you hope Brit Rest is going to be different when we return? Yeah, yeah. So that was obviously two huge things in fairly quick succession. Actually, I think yes. Uh, like at least the magnitude of them of 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 when it came out, and obviously I think it's important to say like just firstly how much we support both of them. Um, like it doesn't sometimes it doesn't feel it, you know, like uh, but very very positive that that that, that happened and. You know that that we don't allow these people back and and, and these things to uh, to happen anymore. Um, you know, like again, especially with Chris and I, be like I keep saying a little bit older and that sort of thing that we sometimes feel a little bit detached from wrestling. You know, Chris is married and we don't spend an awful lot of time around it. Mm-hmm. So um, it was massive. It was an absolute shockwave for us because we've not spent a lot of actual time in wrestling to understand. The, how widespread and how much this was going on really i suppose so you know like i feel like um obviously a lot of people for some people it's a wake-up call for some people it was a, i told you so um but i guess the important thing is that just when it comes back that you know everyone's valued everyone's safe and, and everyone's protected i suppose yeah this, yeah so from what i've seen of companies they all they all like they all seem to be putting things in place like they are like They'll put have a independent someone who's not associated to in wrestling or really to the company, but you could go talk to if there's any worrying you. And that's it. I think everyone's taking it really seriously. And do you know what I will say? Actually, that we spoke to the guys at um, Odyssey Pro Wrestling over um, over lockdown, and absolute consummate in terms of professionalism that they've got all these things in place and stuff like that. And, um, and, and they were great. So if that's a sign of things to come, then um, I think it'll be a better place. Yeah. I can't wait for it to come back. I'm just itching. <laughs> so, I know, I know like TNT and Vessel Island and my local ones and they, they yeah. had all plans for 
January and February, they must have all gone for a bit now. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, my 2021 days as well. I'm really yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so in an ideal world, going into 2021, did you have any goals for the team? Are there any teams you really wanted to wrestle this year? Ooh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it depends, really. I feel like, I mean, it didn't come as a good time for anyone, I suppose. But when lockdown came, we, we just really felt like we we're starting to break out a little bit in terms of, you know, um, new promotions. We had quite a few debuts scheduled and, mm. and that sort of thing that we were really, really looking forward to. So at the moment, I mean, like, there's not a, a short, you know, I, I feel like, like I say, because we've not wrestled for so long and, we don't know when it's coming back. I, I don't really want to. But for me, I've always been like quite a short-term goal person. It was like, okay, okay we're going to train. I'm going to do a match, and then okay, well, we've done a match. So what's next? You know. So for me, it's it's just getting back. It's um, it, it's it's working for the, for um for, for for these promotions and and just hopefully putting on a good show and, and enjoying it. But uh, yeah, in terms of. Um, other teams and things like that. There's, 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 there's a lot of great teams out there, I suppose. Um, you know, like, well, I wouldn't say we've got a list, you know, but like, there's, there's a lot of, of, of fantastic teams about. We'd love to wrestle them. I think guys like, um, Merseyside Mercenary Squads, we know those yes. guys. They're, they're fantastic. Um, great guys and great wrestlers. Yes, something seems to have clicked with Scott in the last like 18 months. He just seems to have. Yeah, so it's clicked in this character. Excellent, haven't they? The yeah. um, the promo videos. I don't know if you've seen them. Yeah, but yeah, with um, and I've trained with trained with him a few times, and he's he's great. He's he's a re- he's a really really good guy, and he's, he's a very good wrestler. Um, and then there's um a couple of people mentioned it to us as well, but Reese and Rogan from over in Hull. So yes, I'm from Hull. That'd be, be an interesting one. He would, yeah, just for big lads power and seven bells out of each other. Powers versus brawlers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's that's one that's been mentioned to us a couple of times. And uh, yeah, no, I think they're they're good guys as well. And that's another match I think we'd uh, really enjoy. This is Reese and Rogan, and you are listening to Broken But Glorious. So if you're a promoter for a day, promoting a show, so using wrestlers you've either trained with or worked with or trained with wrestlers associated to you in some way. If I give okay. you a match day, you tell me who would be in that match. No, there is. I've... Okay, so who would be in your opening contest to get the crowd excited? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. So I think, obviously, opening match, like you say, get the crowd excited, quite a high-energy match. Uh, so I've gone for two young guys here that I think are um, fantastic and probably yeah. going to eclipse us <laughs> and the rest at some point. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so first one is, uh, I know you've had him on before, is Tom Felwell. Um, oh yes, had, had cool. trained with him for a long time. Had quite a few matches with him, and yeah, he's great. Like he's brings a lot of energy. Um, you know, he's, he's. I can't believe how young he was. I can't believe he was, I think he just turned eighteen when I talked to him. I know. I thought he was in his early twenties. He, he he was the one that I was thinking that I've said to him before. He could just not step in a ring for six years and be at the point where I was when I first started. <laughs> it's insane how good he is at, at that age. So yeah, Tom, Tom's definitely, Tom's definitely in there. Uh, and I've put him in there, uh, with R. Keenan as well, cause he's, um, you know, maybe not as well known as Tom up in here, cause he's, he's trained in London a lot where, where yeah. he's at, at university, but he did make his, I think, do you know what? He made, he made his future shock debut in it, this year, actually. So fair, fair play to him when, when we, we weren't wrestling. Very, very merited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but he's another one that he, he just really, really gets it again for his age that um he's got a very good mentality uh he looks great he's he's just a proper complete package and again brings the energy and i'd love to watch them too 
have a singles match, but I probably won't want to follow it, to be honest. <laughs> Great thing for this. Um, your comedy match? So, yeah, like, I had to think about this. So, obviously, there's, like, the names that come to mind, like, Big Joe gets mentioned every time, and yes. rightfully so. He's, he's hilarious, he's great, and, yeah, he's getting, like, he's getting, I, I, he's getting too big. He's getting, yeah, he is. And I said, again, he's another one, same as Ethan, stop working out. Like, that's, that's, how, that's <laughs> all we've got. <laughs> that's all we've got. You know, come on, Joe. We can't, we can't, but, I said to him on Twitter, was it yesterday, we can't sing Tiny Tiny Joe, you know, if you keep getting big. You shouldn't yeah. be anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so he, he's a guy. And again, I think with, with all these guys, in terms of a comedy match, it's not, like it's not just to say that they're comedy wrestlers it's just yeah. that element it's more of a character match i think than anything else yes, uh, isaiah quinn's another one i don't oh, know yes. the um guiding light tv that he's put on uh it's kept us saying a lot of the time as well give you know for us wrestlers it's been nice but he's he's another fantastic character but the two guys that i'm actually going to go for on this match first i think because it'd be quite a, a good match uh first one i think you'll definitely know is jj webb yes yeah um <laughs> Again, he's another one that if you speak to him, his favourite wrestlers are like Jerry Lynn and Lance Storm, but you wouldn't know it from his character work, which is no. <laughs> it's, it's great. It, it's really funny. And I think the dynamic, is, so I've, I've got him on my card against a guy called Chris Royals. Well, I don't know if you know, Ooh. but he's the, uh, he's the owner no, of a promotion down south in Hereford called Prize Wrestling, where it's very uh, sort of catch style and his gimmick is he's the hatter. And, um, he's from a gypsy family, so he's got wrestling roots. Yeah. And he's very much quite well to do, wears a top hat. And I just think that dynamic with JJ Webb would be hilarious. Yeah. And that's something that I'd quite like to see, to be honest. At least something else, somebody I have to look up. I've not heard of Chris Reynolds. Yeah. 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 He's on, he's on Twitter. So, um, yeah, look him up. Um, your women's title match? Yeah. So my, so my women's title match, there's, there's, there's a few, um, that I thought about. I think, um, obviously there's a lot of great girls, especially in the Northwest. You've got obviously like Lana, uh, Alexis, who's again from Hull, big up the Hull. She's, yes. she's brilliant. Uh, Tonga as well. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, yeah, she's, she's kept, she's kept a Hull accent, but it's got a really. Yeah. Twang yeah, she has. Yeah. She's, <laughs> yeah, she's great as well. Her and, and JJ together as well, I think are, are, are brilliant. Like I say, Tonga is, is, she's, she's great. She's, she's a fantastic lovely. athlete. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. She's, see her training all the time and i've got a lot of time for for her but the two that i'm going for in this one uh first one is holly barlow yes um she it's a funny one because she's just so small and unassuming but you put her in the ring yeah she's she's great she's got so much fire probably the most natural baby face i think i've ever met um and the, the hardcore holly stuff i don't know if you've ever seen that when she teamed with lana was oh yeah. it was hilarious um, <laughs> So she, she's definitely, and she's like really athletic as well. Like she's got no business doing leapfrogs and stuff, which is about five foot tall, but, uh, but she's great. And, yeah, uh, I think I'd have her, um, against that. Uh, do you know Chantel Jordan? Yes. From the yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. yes. So we've done a couple of shows with her and she was another one that when she had we a first, street fight with Joe Janella. Yeah. I'll drive it on like the like hood of a car or something. But yeah. I remember first meeting her and I think she's about 15. And, she's at least 16 or 17 now yeah 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 again just quite quiet and unassuming and but she's like 
you know, this almost like shoot fighter. And I just saw her in the ring and thought, like, what, what has happened here? You know, like um, this sort of transformation from this quite sort of shy, retiring girl backstage. And I just think yeah. them together, aside from, like, I'm not sure one of them's over five foot, to be honest, but just the, <laughs> the, the match that they'd have, I think, would be, it'd be fantastic. So oh, that's, that's probably my choice for the, uh, for the women's match. Yeah, well, uh, made to last pick Tonga versus Tonga because they like her that much. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, a hardcore extreme rules stipulation type match. Yeah, so this was this this was a this was a funny one. And do you know what? Like the they they could have made our our my <laughs> tag team card as well. But we're gonna pit them against each other. Is Ooh. is Dan Evans versus Scott Oberman in in, a, in 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 the hardcore match? Um, we've seen them do a death match, uh, a sort of yeah. post family show. So it was a family show with a death match on the end that all the kids had to leave for. Um, back down um, in the Midlands, and seeing them afterwards was was insane, you know. And just hearing hearing the match planning, I think at one point it was Duck <laughs> One Staple Gun was the call I heard backstage. But they oh, um, again both yeah. very the, the, those guys could be in the. You know, in in the main event against each other, but like the appetite they had for that hardcore match, because I think me and Chris were asked, "Oh, would you do one?" Like, absolutely not, not to that extent. You guys fill your boots, you enjoy yourself. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they put on a great show then, and um, yeah, just imagine what it'd be like if it was them pitted against each other. I suppose. Oh, yeah, because my yeah, Wrestle Island, Dan Evans is the champion, and for a while, mm-hmm. Scott Urban was the number contender, but they refused to fight each other. So no. it was kind of, he was kind of, he was kind of a gatekeeper. You had to get through Scott right. to get to Dan. That's a good so, dynamic. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Cameron Solace beat, beat you know, Scott at the last show, so he's now the number one contender. So they got Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I heard they had a couple of classics there. Did, did, did oh, it's, it's brilliant. Recommend anyone go, yeah, go on the Wrestle Island YouTube channel. I think all the matches are up there. They're all classics. Yeah, that, that, the one they had at the last show wasn't PG at all. They hardly could. <laughs> it was a family show. Yeah. It was head, share shots and go through tables and all. <laughs> it was brutal. <laughs> this, oh, there's a question I like to ask after this one. So if, if your, your opponent went under the ring and brought out a bag, would you want it to be Lego or drawing pins? Ooh, good question. Um, I bet people say the pins, but I'm I'm still gonna take the Lego. Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like there's, it, there's, it there's less that could go wrong. Yeah, it's it's about a fifty-fifty split. People, yeah. yeah. Which is not nice either way, is it? But yeah, yeah I feel there's less that could go wrong with Lego. So that, that I'll, I'll take the Lego. Thanks. However, <laughs> you want a huge bruise, or you just want to have lots of things pricked into you. So it's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a rocket out, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, even though Eli Drake said he he prefer pins, so it's just yeah, he's, he's fallen on Lego in his weight. It's like, <laughs> um, your tag team title match? Yeah. So again, there's there's so many good teams around. I think any of the teams I mentioned earlier. Um, another team I was going to mention you got that before was made to last. That I think are excellent as well. Um, Young Guns are in there. They're just they're the best tag team yes. we've wrestled. Brilliant. Um, and yeah, I was thinking. That, that, Thinking about for some other teams, and there's there's a team. I'm not sure if they're a PW for you exclusive actually, mm. uh, but a team called the Sovereign, which is uh, which is G Wiz and the Shake, yes. so Gareth Wallen and, and H. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're great. The both of them look like absolute stars, 
Um, you can see the work that they put in. It, um, Shake especially over looks lockdown. Amazing. It looks yeah. incredible, doesn't he? Yeah, and he um, amazing before lockdown. He looks. Awesome. Yeah, I know. We we joked with with Phil. We're like, we'll only wrestle them if if they keep the shirts on. I'm afraid, but they're. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, they, they, both of them look like absolute stars and they're really, really good in the ring. And so I'm not sure, like I say, if, if they're exclusive to PW for you, I've, that's the only place that I've seen them that's together. That's the only place I've seen them as a sovereign. Yeah, but they're, uh, they're excellent and I think they could, they could have a fantastic, or well, Luke and Ethan could have a good match with anyone, but I think they'd have an exceptional match with those two. And the she- Sheik's the, he has the money in the bank equivalent of Nestle Islands. He's got the power up briefcase, so he's in the vault. One contender, <laughs> so it could be a yeah. <laughs> he's in a bit of trouble, is our Dan, isn't he? There, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's still got a couple of uh, Warren Banks is the Royal Rumble winner from this year, and Alexis Falcons the Royal Rumble winner from last year. But she seemed to always pick up an injury just for the show, so they've got like four or five number one yeah. contenders. They're gonna have to start numbering each other, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh yeah, I said to Pete the promoter, you just have to do like a five band gauntlet or something just to. <laughs> Elimination chamber. I'm not, I'm not sure yeah. if he's <laughs> not sure if he's got uh, the money for that or any of us do, but yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> um uh intergender match? Uh oh, intergender match. That is a great one. Um so I did I did want, so I'm just looking over my notes here. Uh I mentioned them before and I know people have said this before of um Alexis versus JJ. I think it would yes. be quite funny. Um but yeah, I think, I think I've, for, for, the, for this one, uh, cause I've seen them both in training and they are excellent, uh, would be Tonga, uh, yeah. and Jacob North. Um, Ooh. those, those two, um, they're, they're good friends, but you wouldn't know it with how they wrestle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they, uh, but yeah, like you say, I think it's an interesting, um, clash of styles. I think both of them are excellent in the ring and, um, I think that that's probably, like I said, I've just got over my notes here, but that's that that'd be my choice for the for the intergender match. Yeah, I, I was backstage, uh, just fabulous wrestling. Jacob North was on the card, and he who he spent, yeah, I think it was in the semi-main events. So, but the whole time he was just making a table with barbed wire staple in it. That's what all he did for like two hours. I was there just making this table just for one spot. I was like, oh, it looks so painful. <laughs> he's a big dude as well, and he can he can really shift. Yeah, yes. there's there's nothing he can't really do. Um, mm. he's, yeah, he's very good. And then it's your main event, your synergy title match. <laughs> yeah, so um, yes, yeah, so our main event. So first first name that sprung to mind is a guy that I think we've done three shows with now is Adam Maxted. He's, yes. He, yeah, he just he looks like an action figure, doesn't he? He's, he just exudes star power. Um, he, yeah, like again, he's another one who's been putting the grafting over lockdown. He looks incredible, and again, he's considering you know where he is and he's everywhere. He's um, an absolute consummate professional as well. Like he's absolutely fantastic with us, and he's always got time for people. And like he, he just looks like a star, and yeah, so he's absolutely first name in my main event. Yeah, I always um, thought um, World of Sport could have done something better with him. They just seem to put him and Nathan Cruz in the tag teams. Like these are like two of the best. Yeah, rest has to offer it. You just again, put them in the tag team against Hull, big up. The, I think we're yeah, great wrestling city is Hull from yeah. Nathan Cruz as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I think he's he he could go anywhere. And, and do anything really i suppose he's, he's a proper package is is, is adam uh, and i'm putting him with another guy who we know from from further down south is hotshot joey scott Ooh. uh 
Have, have you ever seen him wrestle? No, I've not seen him wrestle. I've heard good things. Oh yeah, he's um, so we did a show in London again with 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 Adam and they he wrestled um, Speedball Mike Bailey. Yeah. And we we were on first and then we sort of got a seat upstairs and I just dropped my jaw watching this. I think he's had a series of matches with him actually, and um, we we've we've had matches with him as well. And again. His professionalism, he just loves wrestling and he just knows how to push you to get a good match out of you, but without being like overbearing, you know, uh, he just really gets it in terms of, you know, crowd work and movesets and everything. He's, yeah, he's a, he's a top, top guy. And I think if wrestling was just a pure meritocracy, he could be anywhere that he wants to be. I think he's, yeah. So those two guys were my, my standouts for the, uh, for the main event. Oh, that's, oh, that sounds like a, that's a great card. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. I surprised myself here. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're promoting a go. <laughs> still, loads of people you oh, you've missed. Oh, you, could, you could have had on it, and it's still awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Because I did think about um, having Max Dead with Big T as well, just because oh. he's it, overcoming that that huge monster heel. Um, that was something that I thought about as well, because he's. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, 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 I've trained with him at the gym a few times as well. He's freakishly strong, and yeah. uh, I think as far as like monster wrestlers go, like he's he's, he's probably the best one I've ever seen. So he's uh, as well. Yeah. He is, yeah, he is, yeah. So there's like you said, there's 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 a lot of names that that, that could be on there as well. But I think I'll, I'll be sticking with with that card for now. Yeah, he was, he, was, he wasn't on the card at TNT. This was shame. He was just there, but he's yeah, he's just head shoulders above everybody just standing at the back I was just like, oh. yeah he, he <laughs> can like, that's a mess here we saw him and yeah. Was like, yeah. he can't be inconspicuous can he <laughs> <laughs> so this is where do you usually ask where can people see you in the near future but have you got anything planned like online for your fans or anything I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, oof. yeah I'm, I'm not sure really um, at, the, at, at the moment uh, to, to, yeah, I've got no idea to be honest with you. <laughs> Maybe looking at doing a couple of promo videos and things like that. Um, but yeah, um, just I guess when when wrestling's back, whenever that's going to be, I suppose. <laughs> right. So before we go, do you want to promote your social media oh, and any merch or anything you want to promote? Yeah, sure. But but yeah, by all means. So we've um, yeah, we're on Instagram with at Synergy Faction. If you wanted to give us a follow, um, I'm just checking that is right. Uh, <laughs> it is, <laughs> uh, and then uh, yeah, if you if you fancy buying one, we've got the t-shirts on at synergyshop.bigcartel.com. But I think that that's all for me. Thanks. Yeah. Cool. I'll put I'll put links to it in the description below the interview. So I've really right. enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future when wrestling's back. And you... <laughs> so... oh, yeah, hopefully got a bit more current stories to tell you. Yeah, that'd be. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's been great. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks for being the first interview of 2021. Yeah, I feel very privileged. <laughs>